Welcome to the Be A Shark podcast. Thank you all for joining and tuning into today's episode. Today I had my friend Scott on the podcast, and Scott is a videographer photographer who currently lives in Austin, Texas. He actually did grow up in Illinois, uh, similar to me. I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, which is our little connection point there. And Scott is a self-taught photographer and videographer just like myself and that's something that we talked about was how we started with that how we started learning how we just even got into the field that we're in and we also went into a little bit of overthinking and what that looks like in terms of our creative and our workflow and our day-to-day and how we kind of how we kind of work through that so that's a very very big point that I really want you guys to pay attention to in this episode is the overthinking part and uh, just to hear it from both of our perspectives I think is going to give you a ton a ton of help and uh, one other thing that we talked about was the power of just connection the power of just having a, a conversation much like we did and even having within that long conversation just smaller conversations and how little things pop up with that. So I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this episode. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes. It does help a lot. Uh, and I am excited for you guys to listen to this one. So without further ado, let's get into it. All righty. What's up, man? Uh, no, nothing much, man. I hope you're doing well. You too, Matt. First of all, I gotta say that uh, it looks like you have like a portrait background on the uh, on the screen. I I honestly have no idea why. I this is the first time I, I, I just typed it. on my phone. <laughs> I kind of dig it though. Like I looked at my settings and I saw that and I was like, why am I blurry? Like this is weird. I I kind of like it though. It's like a natural portrait effect. Yeah. Okay. Well, Skype went for that, I guess. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um. So Scott, I wanted to have you on mainly because, and first of all, thank you for your time. Um, we tried to do this, I think like what, last week, didn't work out. Um, yeah. And then like, all right, we're going to do this today, 8 a.m. and here we are doing it. So thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely. No worries. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Uh, so I actually found out that you're from Illinois and I'm actually in Chicago right now, which is so wild. Um, yeah. So talk a little bit about that, like where you started, where you grew up and all that. Um, so I grew up in a town called Quincy, Illinois, five hours south of Chicago. Yep. Um, Quincy's a small little town, man, and it's it's one of those same towns. And the story you hear is you either get stuck or you get out. Um, so <laughs> it was a great place to grow up. Uh, I was really had a sister, just grew up with two kids, and <clears throat> went through high school. Started a little bit of college there, um, but as kind of, I got into college, my mom worked at the, the local university, mm-hmm. and she worked there the whole intention for my sister and I to get free college. Um, so I, the agreement with my parents was, because they did not want me to go out of state because they didn't want to pay for it, was you go here, you go for two years, you can decide what to do on your own, and then you can, you know, we, won't, we don't want to pay for it for you um, if there's anything astronomical because you have this free option. So I went there for two years, and then I ventured out to Iowa State and then got my degree in finance and – then got a job in the aviation world and then circled to Austin and kind of we are where we are right now. So how did that, like what got you into doing photo and video? Man, this is such a funny story. Um, so I was working in the aviation industry, selling aircraft. So I sold citation Cessna, Cessna citations and King airs for Beechcraft in Texas and Louisiana. Um, and I would, my centralized territory was Austin. So I could jump from, to Dallas and Houston pretty quickly, as well as get out to Midland for the oil fields. And while I was doing this, my girlfriend Savannah was always watching makeup tutorials and she worked at Ulta Beauty and she was an esthetician and the whole nine. And she mentioned how she might want to get into doing makeup tutorials on YouTube. 
I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. A lot of her friends, I guess, had said that they wanted to do it. So I surprised her and bought her a little camera kit. Wow. We got a Panasonic G85. We got the uh, the 12 to 35 Lumix lens for the mm-hmm. for the Panasonic. Got her a ring light. Got a Rode uh, shotgun mic, and then downloaded Premiere Pro onto her MacBook and started to go. And so she did that twice and told me how much she hated doing it. Hated <laughs> it. Like she's like, I don't know how to work Premiere Pro. This is the most confusing thing ever. I don't know how to, you know, what's the right angles, what's the right settings for the camera. So I'm the one helping her out now. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning through YouTube and shit like that about how to just become a better just to learn the settings of a camera. And we did it for a little bit and she just completely stopped. The things collected dust. And then I have a buddy here in Austin, CJ Finley. And I had met up with him a while back and we, he was telling me how he quit his corporate job. He was an engineer. He quit his corporate job, came out to Austin, you know, started doing his entrepreneurial stuff. And it really started to speak to me a little bit and I thought, okay, this is cool. If this kid, this, and he, and CJ's 28. So if this kid can do it, I feel like I can do it. Okay. And he was motivating me to do it. And I started meeting other people in his circle that would allow me to more understand there's everybody, other people doing this. Mm-hmm. Most, many of the people like yourself, you know, there's other people doing what they want to do and following their footsteps. So I thought, okay, what do I want to do? <clears throat> well, I got this camera. I shot a skateboard video back in grade school with my cousin. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought, cool. let's, pick, let's pick it up. Let's see if I can make a dollar from this thing. So October, it was right after my birthday, October 20th-ish, I called CJ, said, hey, I want to make a video. And he said, okay, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to make a fitness video of you working out in this park. It was a fall setting. The sun was setting. It was a beautiful, you know, golden hour time frame. Yeah. We made this we made this little short workout video with his buddy, Izzy. And I put it on Instagram. And that video, I got a DM of a local photographer who said she wanted to get into video more. And she wanted to film her boudoir shoots. And, you know, she does a lot of women empowerment shoots. And she said, what do you charge? And I said, I'll do it for free. And it's that same story here now is do work for free, you know, and then work towards getting paid. I started doing stuff for free for her specifically. That led to another referral and another referral. Wow. Then, I got ner- then I got nervous and I thought the IRS was going to come after me because I was making t- money under the table now. Yeah. Because my, my first referral, um, I got a, it was $500. They asked me how much I charge is through a random number out there, $500. And so I had a couple extra uh, bucks from my airplane job, went out and bought a Ronin S or uh, is it the Ronin S? I think so. Yeah. Bought the Ronin S. Um, I got another lens, a wide angle lens because I was supposed to shoot an event and then shot that event, published that on my Instagram. Another person reached out to me. Hey, what do you charge? 750. Wow. Okay. So I was like, okay, my price is up because she accepted and then, but I'm still now, in the meantime, I'm still working my corporate gig. Right. So I started my business on November 17th, 2018. And we usually take a break in the airplane world around December. So most of the companies we work with are large corporate companies. They have to close their books. No one's buying airplanes around December, you know, Christmas timeframe. So we kind of get to pull back and reassess our strategy. And the manufacturing team out in Wichita, Kansas, the headquarters, they get like two weeks off. Um, so it, it's a good time for us to take a break, relax. And I thought that was the perfect window for me to push really, really hard. 
So yeah. I told myself and Savannah, you know, if we can get, if I can get a 12 month contract and then thinking back on it now, that's kind of ridiculous to think about the first try. If I can get a 12 month contract and solidify that, it's my green light to quit my job. So I worked with this woman who I did one video for, then I did another one for her because she liked it so much. And then I had a buddy who does social media ads. I pitched to her and I said, hey, how about we do a $3,000 a month, 12-month contract? I'll do videos. My buddy will do ads. I have the experience in video. He has the experience in ads, and we'll do some conversions. She sold some high-end. Um, it was like DNA testing uh, fitness programs. So she was like the, the 23 and Me strategy and yeah. then built a fitness program and a nutri nutritional program off of that. She's um, – older woman in her forties had a family you know, has been in the fitness industry for herself for a while. So anyway, she thought it over. We had like three meetings about it and lo and behold, she sold it and bought it. And I said, wow. on January 3rd, 2019, I quit my job and started that contract. And that kind of snowballed into where I am now. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, man. And it's and it's awesome to see because like uh you and Savannah are both literally like doing exactly what I mean because you said she started like the makeup thing um but now she's like full fully in fitness um yep. you're fully into videography photography so like damn man that's amazing wow yeah, the, the the fitness stuff started after um I had my full time or started full time in this and quit my job because I think Savannah started to feel you know oh this is cool again the same thing I felt with CJ this is possible. Yeah. This is yeah. happening. How is this happening? I don't know. So we started going really hard and swipe workout videos for her because yeah. those are popular at the time. And Savannah's a pretty girl. She's got this edgy look. She's tatted up. Um, and those started to pop off. And those started to get her attention and more attention and more attention. Before you know it, she's got 10, 20, 30, 40,000 followers and growing. And we're thinking, what the? what's happening? <laughs> so yeah. we, we talk about what's a plan, what's a good idea. And we got hooked up with... Um, so I work with a guy named Justin Mahaley, yep. Team Mahaley, and um, Justin and I now have been working together for a month, or I'm sorry, a year and like three months. Um, he had some friends that we kind of all got disconnected with that ended up hiring Savannah as their first assistant coach, which is her first test into, you know, online training. Wow. And, you know, then again, her snowballed into leaving her job at Ulta and becoming a full-time online trainer. Wow. What was that? What was that transition like in terms of the mentality? I mean, for for me, maybe even both of you, if you if you can speak on it, where it's like I'm at this position because I think a lot of people they they either are crippled by it or they're like, part of my leg is fuck it, I'm gonna go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, that was hard because I was really nervous. I'm an I'm a classic overthinker. Um, yeah. and I'm thankful that I had a job that paid me. $90,000 first year out of college. Wow. Um, given the granted, I'll add on the commission that I made, you know, selling airplanes is not a job that most people get. And so I'm super grateful for that because that allowed me a large savings cushion. So that gave me some financial stability and some, some calm, I guess you could say around my financial situation. We saved up six months for myself to cover mm -hmm. both of us, not just me. We, we assessed what we had to do for both Savannah and I. So we discluded her entire Ulta income wow. and said, what do we need? So I saved that immediately and then held on to it and didn't use it. And then started using that as like, I guess, seed money. So the financial side of things, that was a really, you know, 
easier part for me because of that. So I'm grateful for that. It was still scary. But man, the mental shift, that's tough because in the beginning, it felt so weird. I didn't have to clock in. I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to answer to anybody. So how do I shift my mind to think, okay, you, you're accountable now. You have to take responsibility for yourself. Um, that was the most difficult part. And I would say it really helped having other people like CJ, meeting people like Justin, more people doing it, allowing myself to realize and go, okay, this is possible. This is possible. This is possible. And I started to notice that almost anything is possible if you just fucking work. And yeah. You just put your head down. I mean, and you try new things, and, but you don't stop educating. That was the biggest thing is I'm self-taught on all of this for a year and a half only through YouTube, mainly Peter McKinnon, quite honestly. Dude, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, Peter and Daniel Schiffer. Those guys, I just watch them. And I watch them for the sense of, you know, they have some techniques and stuff like that, but they're so good at storytelling. And they're so good at the, you know, all-in mindset of this is your responsibility now, so own it. And that's what I had to do. Dude, uh, there's there's another guy I can recommend. Uh, it's actually Peter's friend. His name's Alan Palander. Oh, dude, yeah, he's so cool. <laughs> I love his content, too. He's great. That's another recommendation. Wow, yeah. a, year, a year and a half? Yeah, I, I picked up a camera a year and a half ago. I'm going to be honest. I think I... I think I DM'd you one time, like, bro, what, either what settings are you exporting or what kind of lens are you using? Because the quality on, uh, I think it was like one of Savannah's videos. I'm like, it's insane. I'm yeah, like, it looks yeah. so crispy. So <laughs> a year and a half, holy cow, man. I mean, honestly, congrats to you with that. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Wow. It's it's just a can. I think one thing a lot of people don't give themselves enough credit for is those who really self-educate and how important that is. Yeah. Uh, you know. You can't get comfortable in what you do. I can't learn a setting and shoot a video for Savannah and repeat that video and think that's going to that's gonna sail me through the rest of my life because shit's going to change. You're going to get a new camera. You're going to get a new lens. When I started doing real estate, I had a the G85 still at the time, which is a micro four-thirds lens. Well, shit, I didn't know how good an A7 III full-frame 12-millimeter low, 12 low was going to help me on my real estate videos yeah. and real estate shoots. So I had to learn. I mean, that would be the biggest thing is, you know, continued education education, and never thinking you're too good for something else to, to learn something. That's li- I think I literally just talked about that where I'm like, don't ever get to a place where you're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm good. Like, I don't I don't need to I don't need to move forward because I think that's when you literally just kind of either stall out or you're just kind of you kind of cap out your ego because once you think you know it all, it's like, man, I don't if, if you can humble yourself and be like, man, I don't know anything and like just kind of. Mm-hmm always be humbled to where I can always learn so much more. I think that's a, that's like a very good sweet spot to be at. I'm not going to lie. It, it even gets boring. Like when, when you do what you do constantly, I mean, you take pictures and videos of the same thing over and over again, it gets boring. So why don't you try something new? I mean, right now I'm trying to learn how to do live broadcasts so we can make the Grow Die podcast more efficient in our filming process. I've never done it before. So just continuing to iterate. So do you? Oh, so you guys film the, that podcast as well? Yep, we use two cameras. We use the A7 III, the G85 for that, and we have an editor. His name's David. So we use we do it for Instagram clips. We use we get three Instagram clips per episode, and then we do one full YouTube video. But the YouTube videos, you have to take an hour to watch it, and then another yep. hour to you know clip it up between the two cameras, and then let's call another twenty minutes for export. So now you're two and a half, three hours in on a video that could 
maybe take us 15 minutes if I had the right software. And then to upload it, thumbnail. Same, yeah, sure. Yeah, dude, I get it, man. Wow, interesting. I mean, for me, I like I like hearing this stuff just because it's like it's it's someone who's in the similar field um, doing the exact same thing, right? Like, because I film with Jordan, make clips and everything. Um, and one thing that I was like, I know how to make Instagram clips like the back of my hand now, and it's just it's it's easy for me. Yeah. And one thing that I've always um, tried to gr- like draw creativity from is not necessarily from other creators on YouTube, but it's more so like. Uh, so for example, like, like Gary Vaynerchuk's team and how they put out content. And I'm like, interesting, how did they do it? And instead of me being like, let me just text, let me just text their, their video people, how to do it. I'm like, let me kind of figure it out on my own. And I think there's something to be said for figuring it out on your own, instead of just always going to like wanting to get help right away, just because there's, there's like this learning curve of, let me kind of struggle through it a little bit let me kind of see how it's done and then try to mimic it have you ever like have you ever done something like that yeah man i do it all the time and it's actually probably the biggest downfall i have of myself is because i want to learn everything yeah i want to learn how to do everything i'm trying to learn how to use twitch not necessarily because i want to stream video games all day but because i want to understand what all the emojis in twitch mean and why the twitch streamers are doing what they're doing because maybe i can leverage that into some kind of business opportunity in the future Interesting. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's really hard to get away from the fact of, I, I and I think this is the biggest point I'm at right now is doing too much for yourself and bogging down too much of your time versus being able to connect with someone who's done it before, like yourself. Like you and I connect, we you know we're on a similar similar level, but we have very different stories and we have very different styles and strategies. So although I would say you and I are, let's call us at the same level, but we have different paths, we can learn from both those paths. And that's not necessarily going to make one better than the other, but it's just going to add to it. So, I mean, we're doing that. We have this little circle called the core five that we work with. Um, And it's just a bunch of consulting, basically consulting people, video, web design, uh, finance, marketing, all that kind of stuff. And we all learn from each other and build off each other's tools. And I've learned personally that trying too many things at once and trying to learn too many things slows me down so much more than utilizing the skills of a little core team, like Gary Vee's team you're talking about, yeah, a yeah. little core team. So when I taught, I was able to make a, a document and teach David how to set up the Instagram you know, settings in Premiere Pro and then import the videos, export the videos and the settings you need to do. And that freed up a lot of my time because now he can do it. So that's kind of where I'm at. It's a funny balance of I did want to do that, but now learning maybe that's not as optimal as possible to grow because I don't want to be stuck in one situation for too long. So what do you, what do you mean by like do like trying to do or learn too many things at once? Like give us an example of that. Like what, what, what would be an example to where it's like that happened for you? Um, so I really want to get into – I'm starting a coffee business, and I have a Shopify that. account. Yeah. And I am really, really big on user experience of websites. So I started to try to learn a little bit of HTML. Well, man, why do I need to learn HTML on WordPress if Shopify can do most of this stuff for me? While I'm also trying to manage and learn my own craft, my first craft, which is camera and the skills in camera, what lenses, what settings, and how that's always changing. Is Capture One better than Lightroom now? You know, and how to manage those two? Is DaVinci Resolve better for my color grading workflow than Premiere? Or is that transition time 
too much time spent just transitioning between two softwares. You know, is more time better spent in the video side or is more time better spent in the video, Twitch, learning how to code a little bit, you know, all these kinds of things. Now I'm, I'm getting bogged down and I missed the deadline, you know? Yeah. So if you can, if you can develop a system where either you teach somebody or have somebody outside in your circle that doesn't, that has a skill that you don't necessarily know that can kind of teach you a little bit. I'm starting to learn HTML and different codes. Very, very minimal. I say learn like I know how to build a website. It's like I know how to write an email on HTML. <laughs> um, <laughs> from, a, from the uh, team, Haley's what we call him the CEO, and he does all the websites and does all the SEO and learning that to help better grow my businesses as I hope to have them. Wow, got it. So what, what has that done for you in terms of like in terms of freeing up time? Like where else are you spending time then? Uh, mainly on the coffee business right now. So I would say the core is video, photo for Team Mahaley. That's the biggest chunk. And Team Mahaley blends into um, five different businesses right now. So you have Team Mahaley, Iron Lex, which is the membership site that a small group of fitness and fitness experts in the industry uh, work with. The Joel's part of that. Yeah. Um, and then we have Hyperdrive, which is the new gym that's opening up, which is going to compete and outdo F45 and Orange Theory. Um, <laughs> and then we have. Oh, shoot. What's the, the Gordai podcast? We count that as a business. And then we have some, I can't mention these because yeah, Justin is the first to mention them, but we have one more running. And then, so I have Riot for myself, Riot Roasters, the coffee business, um, and then learning Twitch. So, you know, you can see where your hands start getting full because you start getting excited to learn everything. Dude, I get it. And there's, it's almost like you, uh, you spread yourself thin in that sense. Um, there, there's one thing I, I learned from Jordan, who actually, he learned it from Gary, where he's like, you can only ever spend your time fully on three core things. And that's either like your your craft, your work, or like family. And there, there, there's this whole realm of things. But like hearing you say that, it's just like you can you can even apply that to more of a micro level of just even within your craft of working on whatever it is that you want to do and really focusing on, all right, what are the three things that I really want to get better at? And mm -hmm. it's like because otherwise you spread yourself thin and it's like you're giving 10% here, 10% here instead of, you know, maybe – 33% here and 33%, you know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I wanted I wanted to actually kind of go back a little bit to where, and I don't know if, if this is part of like the core five that you mentioned, but you talk about like being around people like Justin, uh, CJ, and what has that done with just, you know, seeing what's possible with entrepreneurship? What has that done for you in terms of your scope on the world and just like mentality overall? That's a loaded question. <laughs> um <clears throat> I try my best to learn from people who have different skills and different mindsets. Let's use Justin as an example. So for those listening or watching who don't know Justin Mahaley, he's one intense motherfucker. He's a beast. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, he's a fucking beast. I'm just going to say you, it. If you've ever seen his Instagram account, his, you know, the YouTube video we made about his uh, Mr. Ohio win, uh, the Grow Die podcast, any piece of content, that's who he is 24-7. He is just intense. And I've noticed it's important for me to do two things here. To take what I like from those people to develop myself. For Justin, it's the intensity. It's the discipline. It's the hard work. It's the 100% no doubt belief that you are the best that you do no matter what. That kind of attitude. And the, and the continued education is a big one that we both agree on. That kind of attitude has helped propel me into, you know, going, okay, I'm, I'm pretty good at what I do. 
And then, but it's also the balance of trying to make sure I don't deviate from who I am. The yeah. world doesn't need another Justin. The world doesn't need another CJ. The world doesn't need another Rico. The world needs Scott. Yep. And you know, you and you've learned, I'm sure, from Jordan, those things that you want to take with you and the things that maybe you don't like. I mean, not everybody's the same. Not everybody likes the same things. And so I kind of try to make sure I, I mold myself into who I want to be based on the individuals that I've surrounded with in my life. I love that. And I and I've actually had this this like this realization uh, the past past few months where it's like um, I I even said like because when I first started with with Jordan I got ex- I got super excited right because I'm like oh boy I got to be like D Rock who's Gary's guy I got to be like I got to be like them now you know and it it, it goes back to what you said where it's like you kind of lose yourself then because you're trying to mimic or I like be like someone else in a sense and having that realization of like I'm not him. I'm I'm never going to be him, nor do I want to be like him. There's things that I can take from him that I like in terms of his work ethic, uh, how he creates something. I'm going to be me, though, mm-hmm. and that's never going to change. And it's like that has that has freed up more mental space for me because it's like, damn, I've you're trying so hard to be like someone else. It's like, just be you. It's so much easier. To, you know what I mean? When, when you when you own that and when you own just be you, I mean, I've seen it with your TikTok videos, honestly. You know, you're watching your TikTok videos and you just get comfortable doing that and having fun with it like you would. Or the cannoli thing, dude, that's so funny. Thanks, like man. that's, that's <laughs> but that's you. That's yeah. who you are, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm in the fitness and I, you know, I hop on a video and there's probably a couple of jokes that people are like, wow, that dude's huge, you know, because not most people who carry a camera look like me. And it's just, you just own it. And once you do and you you develop what me and Justin always say is own the responsibility of the person you're becoming and don't try to deviate that into somebody else you see on Instagram or somebody else you've crossed paths with. Just develop your own strategy, you know, your own desire of who you want to be and people are going to love you for that. I love that. That should be a – that needs to be a quote. That's, <laughs> the next That's a good one though. I like that a lot. Put it on your put a put the quote and then your little shark emoji down at the bottom. Yeah, for real, man. That makes you like a tattoo or something. I like that a lot. Hey, I have a question for you. While we're on here, you tell you tell me. I'm sure the listeners have said heard this. Maybe not. Where what's the shark mentality for you, and where did it come from? Oh, this is now turned into Scott's podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> kidding. Um, oh man. Um, so that's a great question. So I actually, I still want to interview, uh, Tyler Babin, who is, who, who was Gary's, uh, video guy. Um, he actually posted a video on Instagram and it was literally just sharks swimming. And it was, the caption was like, do, do sharks complain about Monday? No. Like, and then in the caption was just be a shark. And I'm like, huh. And then I, I literally just added the F word to it. I'm like, yeah, be a fucking shark with it. You know? And it's just like. And then it the just Re- kind of that's the Rico stamp. Yeah, it just just the you know the seal of approval on that. But for me, it was like it was like more of a a mindset instead of just like you know be like being a shark is you know they're they're just going at it. They just always swim forward. They just they're always on the fucking hunt. And for me, it's like you can apply that to literally anything in life. And that's why whenever I talk about being a shark, it's like no, you don't have to you don't have to apply this to. Just, just working out or anything. You can apply it to anything you want in your life. If that's being a fucking shark for doing your damn laundry and you just have a mindset for that, like it's just 
where it's like the the snow i'm not worried about that one little instance i'm worried about the snowball effect that it has with that for the rest of your life then like if you can be a better parent because you got the laundry done because you like you just applied yourself to doing something small like that or you answered 10 emails for that day and you're like damn you know i really applied myself to this little task what else can this snowball into the rest of my day and it's just like just that concept of just getting that one little thing done. And that's why I post about making your bed in the morning. Cause that, that goes with it. Right. It's like just doing that one little thing that you can do to set yourself up for success. It's like, even though it seems really small, it's really not like mm-hmm. it's, it seems small and, and mundane, but like, man, if that can have a snowball effect for the rest of the day or the week or the month, like just because of making your bed, like it's just, you know what I mean? That's so that, that's for me where it, where it really came from is like the whole the whole being a fucking shark is like it's just a it's just a reminder of like, damn, like I got to switch it into that gear of like whatever it is that I'm doing, wherever I'm at in life, like I can always switch it into gear. And that's for anybody, not just me. Yeah, I, I love it. And the reason you know? I ask is because I, you know, we try to take that same mentality, um, mainly me being in fitness, working in fitness a lot with a lot of fitness individuals. It's kind of like that. We take the fitness aspect of failure, train as hard as you can. You're in the gym, you're grinding one hour and you focus hard. Yeah. You do that same aspect everywhere i can focus hard on some contents and videos some photos whatever and those might turn out to be the best ones ever yeah but if you're distracted and you're not focused and you're not dialed in like you're talking about that's where you start to see that confusion that's where you start to see that imbalance and even just even just with anything like for me um because we have because jordan and i have like a ton of podcasts just banked up that i have to still edit and mm-hmm. for me it's like i look at that and i'm like oh god i got a lot i gotta do but i'm like let me just focus on this one let me just do this one. And and because each podcast we get at least like five to eight clips from no matter what, which is which is phenomenal. And I'm like, all right, yeah. let me just get this one podcast done. And I've taken notes on it. So I know exactly where the clips are. Let me cut the let me trim these down and let me get at least five to eight clips from these. And let me just do this. And mm-hmm. then like, all right, cool. I got this done. See how long it took. All right, we'll do another one. Instead of looking at it like I have so much to do, just focus <laughs> on this. You know what I mean? Just focus on this one, and yeah. then carry it from there. You know what I mean? I, I I don't know where I heard this, but it's exactly what you're talking about. I heard <clears throat> looking at it, looking at your objective. Let's call it podcast clips. Looking at your objective and going, "Wow, that's a lot," yeah. versus actually starting it. You start what you're talking about, that snowball effect that you referenced, and you just go and you realize, oh, it only took me two hours out of my 12-hour day. You know, yeah. it's not it's not that bad. It, so getting in the trenches and actually doing it, I think that's that's perfect for that shark mentality is you move forward. I love that. Yeah. I want to – I actually want to um, – well, how, how are you doing on time, by the way? Oh, man. I got all the time in the world for you. Wow. Just sweet talking now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to talk about because in the beginning you said you're the classic overthinker. What what is what did that mean? Oh man, so I overanalyze a lot of things, and I would say that's probably one of the biggest challenges I have had to work with uh, starting this journey back in uh, January third, two thousand nineteen. Is Gary Vee talks about it? I know Jordan's talked about it. Where you you sit in this circle of thinking what to, what to do. You sit in this circle of thinking, what are people going to like as a creative? Or what are people going to want to see from me? Or maybe as an online coach, what do people want to learn from me? And instead, you do it so much instead of actually doing and actually moving forward. Kind of like we're talking about here with the shark mentality. You know, 
you just you can't <laughs> i guess so I'll, I'll use your reference for you you know sharks moving forward on this line if a shark doesn't continues to move forward and he sits in the circle but the rest of the pack goes what is it a pack for fish it's a is a school is it a school of shark that I think, sounds I, I don't know what i don't know what the phrase is for yeah i don't know what it is it's interesting is it different for a shark it's a school of fish but is it different for a shark anyway um and if you sit in this little circle and you don't go anywhere but the rest go you're only hurting yourself and so i tend to do that quite a bit and i have to continuously realize and recognize those moments of okay you shut up sit back you're probably overthinking this and just put the content or put the video or put the anything out there the biggest piece of this right now for me is youtube man i want to do a youtube video channel so bad and this office that i'm sitting in that i've actually i we kind of stretched our budget a little bit on this new apartment but i designed this office to force myself to start the video and start doing it and start filming it i have one, two, three, three scenes that I can use in this wow. office alone from just, you know, sound panels to lighting to anything. And it's going to force me to do it. But the biggest thing I can't keep doing, and I would say this for anybody, is you can't just sit in that little circle and just keep thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking because nothing's ever going to get done. And I've learned that a ton, even from Justin and the others who are doing this entrepreneurial venture, even yourself just trying new stuff, even just watching you, trying new stuff, seeing if it works and not being afraid to fail. That That's the biggest thing I think with that overthinker. I'll give you a challenge since it's it's actually Shark Week on Discover Week. <laughs> okay. You, you, got, you got to make your YouTube video this week. You got to make uh, Even when the office isn't done. <laughs> even, and, 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 right. and, and that's literally, uh, by the way, a, a group of sharks is a shiver of sharks. A shiver? <laughs> A shiver. I just looked it up. It's a shiver. Dude, I, I would have never. I never would have guessed that. We learned something uh, new. Yeah, you learned something new. A shiver of sharks is a group of sharks. You hear it first. Um, yeah, and you hear if you'd hear that from Gary, where it's like, just start imperfect. Like, don't wait for the perfect moment. Don't wait for the and and I I'm I'm a I don't want to say victim of this, but like for me being being creative, right? Where it's like, yeah, but. I, I know I can start imperfect, imperfectly, but like I like it looking better. You know what I mean? But oh yeah. Like, but it's like at what at what cost? Is that gonna slow me down? Is that gonna delay me even more? When in reality, if I would have just started and then meanwhile figure the perfection part out along the way, it's like maybe getting two videos done versus zero is kind of better. Like one's always better than zero. Um, so it's like that's a challenge that I think would be cool for you. Where it's like even even if you just so you haven't made any YouTube videos yet. I made one and I totally ditched it. Ah, you so you yep. have one, but you, you ditched it. Yep, I, I think I have my like welcome to my YouTube channel in my cool. in my first apartment. I might oh, wow. save it just just for just for sake of having you know history. Um, it was in the very first apartment we've had. We've been in three now, and so it would be outdated. And I had hair, so. <laughs> Dude, I think it'd be cool even if you just started today uh, or like like this week, and then you take us along the journey of making your studio yeah i actually like, did record a um uh what is that a time lapse of painting uh, the walls getting everything set up and stuff like that so i, I did i'm ready i i yeah i saw that on your uh your story that was cool i even yeah. saw you got like a little uh, some light that was in like the background you were yeah, I think sitting you were, back here yeah, yeah yeah that's cool that's dope man um so what's like what's like a 
a, a, a tip or not even a tip, but like something that you've done for yourself that has allowed you to kind of not necessarily get rid of overthinking, but kind of work through it? Um, exactly the action that we're talking about, honestly, is putting something out. Um, <clears throat> so for Team Haley, for example, with all of those businesses that I mentioned, mm-hmm. we have each account. Um, so the Team Haley Instagram, the Iron Intellects Instagram, which is new, the Grow I Instagram has one piece of content going out every day. And we get to, I get to use schedulers and stuff like that. And then we have a team, you know, across the people who are in, involved, manage comments and DMs. Um, so at least three pieces of content are going out every day. That does not include the pictures I take for Justin, the pictures I take for Savannah. Um, I, I, I hate to say this on the podcast and put myself on the spot here, but I need to do more for myself on Instagram too. Um, and so it's just doing it has gotten me out of it. And, and it's the same action we're talking about with the podcast for you is doing those videos is once you start, the snowball effect happens. Um, <clears throat> and I think sometimes if I do tend to overthink too much, I'll go to Savannah because she's in the other office, you know, down the hall. Um, and I'll just say, hey, I'm in a rut. And what do you think of this? Maybe get a second opinion even or send a text to somebody saying, what do you think of this, this you know, uh, image for Instagram or what do you think of this infographic and just getting someone else's opinion really quick if they're like that's dope accept the fact that someone says that's cool and don't change it that's really what's been helping me a lot interesting how 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 important and and I know the answer to this just from my perspective how important is it to have just that solid group of people in your life like for, for someone who's listening who doesn't have that solid group of people in their life how important is that it's it's vital to our success. Why? And I think whatever you deem is successful, financially, emotionally, in a relationship, in your business, I think it's vital to all of those aspects because we are not we're social people. We're social creatures. <clears throat> and I've noticed if I lock myself in this office and just crank out and work and head down, staring at the computer, eyes straining at the end of the night. I still feel a little unfulfilled and I still feel a little unfulfilled in the sense of I didn't connect with anybody today. I might send some text messages and stuff like that. And that's, you know, that's fine. But then I'll have, then I'll FaceTime somebody that changes a lot. You know, if you are stuck in your office, if you do have a deadline to meet and you have to crank it out, you know, give a FaceTime to someone, give a phone call, even a text or a voice message or a video message, whatever. I've noticed the need to, or the benefit of connecting more. And that's really why I've been trying to push more on Instagram. You know, I always say the say the classic excuse of I don't have any time. I don't have time to make a 10 second story. Are you kidding me? Um, so once I put those stories out and people start messaging, you know, whether it's you or a stranger, it's the connection is so, so important because it fulfills you, I think. And I think why are we working for all the things we do? And why are we working so hard? to impress ourselves if we don't get to share it with others and share our success, share our happiness, share our emotions with others. I mean, I want you to share your successes with me. I want you to share your favorite cannoli with me because (laughs) it's cool, because it makes you happy. And if it makes you happy and I get to see you smile, that's gonna make me happy and vice versa. If you're a good person, that's gonna do the same. That's what we are, that's who we are. I think that's what it is for me. Dude, I. I can relate so much, especially on that locking yourself up and just working. And then it's like, Mm -hmm. 
still feel a little unfulfilled today. And it's like, why? Well, because I didn't connect with anyone. And and I think it just it, it really goes to show just like, hey, even though you do send text or even if you like do FaceTime, it's like, man, we all just want to connect with people mm-hmm. like, you know, what I mean, what is what what is that done um, mentally for you? Because like, you know, I'm a huge mental health advocate, huge, yeah. like big on mental health. Like what has that done in terms of just like, again, you talk about being in a rut or you talk about anything. It's just like, what has that done with having that group of people with you like mentally? It, it helps me not feel trapped. <clears throat> it helps me not feel trapped in the sense of I'm in my own little bubble and I'm worried about my own things and that I'm overthinking the things I'm, I'm thinking about. So I can't trade. I can't say yeah, we'll use a piece of content, a photo as an example. So I like, let's say I like a photo, but I'm not sure about it. <clears throat> I shoot a text to you and I say, Hey, what do you think of this photo? And you're either, there's two ways you can go with it. You can go, man, this is the dopest photo you've taken. Cool, man. You know, the lighting's a little off. Your trees don't look as green. Did you mean to desaturate? Let me have a conversation about it. And that helps me grow and helps me become better because maybe I wasn't thinking something that you saw. And it's more, I think it's better coming from someone like yourself that's in your craft. So if you're in photography, share it with photographers. If you're in video, share it with videographers. Um, it's just, it's helped mental clarity, I guess, of, you know, I don't feel alone. I don't feel like locking myself in here is a waste of time. I don't feel like just because I'm doing stuff and I don't um, see the day-to-day value of it to somebody else. Because me and Savannah talk about this all the time is, you know, she's making these Instagram posts and writing these captions totally based off Jordan Sy's recommendation. They actually hopped on the phone. Uh, He told her to write more. Um, Wow. And she was writing these captions and she's like, I don't, what is, is this doing anything? But then she'll get a, I don't when she starts thinking that she'll get a DM or a client message of this helped me so much today. And it's just, you see, you hear that one time and you go, okay, this is, this is working. My hard efforts and my hard work is doing something. But if you connect yourself, people who are also doing that, it's tenfold. Yeah. And that, and, and that's why, um, even, even be able, that's why like, for me, being around Jordan and seeing, because he, I, I call him the copy master in terms of like he's really, he's so good at his captions. He's the, he's the Gary V copy master. <laughs> he's he's great at at uh, Instagram captions and all that. But it's 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 allowed me to just even be able to be more articulate with the message and kind of expand more instead of just like posting a photo and being like sup and then like you know the captions like deuces yeah. today. Um, but uh, no, it's really helped like tell a story and do it in a way that's succinct enough to where it gets the point across within the however money character limits you're allowed. So that's mm-hmm. been that's been something that's cool where it's like to to see that and to see like the impact that ha- he has with that. Um, it's just been it's been cool because it's like damn oh this actually does work like people actually do feel this when you when you talk about something you know. Cool. And I I also think that it, you know. That doesn't go unnoticed by people who are also trying to do the same thing. Yeah. It's going to help somebody, but it doesn't go unnoticed by you or me and how much effort and time that takes and how much energy that takes from you or for you, a good photo or a good that Chicago video where you flew around. I'm not naive. I know how long that took you. 
I know how much time you spent flying that drone around, trying to make sure you don't hit anything or trying to make sure you get the right angles. Like you get this shot and like, I don't know, I have to probably make it better. So you move it over and fly it again. And then you yeah. go and edit it. I know how long that can take. And that, that, that just, that's another level of connection that you can have with someone and go, I can relate to you with that. Yeah. It, the, uh, the level of like respect that you have for, for your your craft as like a videographer photographer because you know like what goes into it that's why whenever i see someone's photo or like dude that's why whenever i see like your photos that you take of justin or whatever or like or savannah i'm like i'm like damn i know i know the the artistic ability that went into this and that's like i have so much respect for it because i'm like Mm -hmm. like these are just fucking sick photos and i'm like but i know the amount of time that went into it so it's like i have a level of respect for it you know yeah and it's 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 different for me because someone who can see it be like, oh, that's just a cool photo, like that's dope. For me, I'm like, no, it's a cool photo. I'm like, but how many different times did he have to shoot that? And then was he in the right settings on his camera? Did he forget to go to was was it shot in all JPEG? And then did he have to go to RAW because he forgot to change settings from a while ago? And then he has to import that, edit it in Lightroom. Maybe he goes into Photoshop to do some final touches and then export it. It's like, it's a whole process. People just look at it as like a photo and I'm like, no, but there's the whole back end process with it, you know? Yeah. And I, and I want people to pay attention to even this conversation circling back to you. said, why is connecting for me so vital is because right there, that little dialogue we just had about, you know, sharing respect for one another, about what we do makes me feel better. And I know it makes you feel better. And it makes me feel I'm doing the right thing. And at the end of the day, I want to feel like I'm doing the right thing, but also impacting people, whether it's uh, whether it's someone like you who's like, that's a cool photo and I really respect that. Or it's someone who writes the caption and gets something out of that. But that photo was able to embed that emotion. So for Justin to write his, you know, uh, encapsulating captions or Jordan to write his insane captions, you've took the photo of that, that that goes hand in hand. Yeah, and those work together. So it's circling back to why it's so important is that you know it it just it makes you that connection makes you feel so much more validated and so much more fulfilled than it does nobody telling you that. I know that sounds kind of conceited, um, yeah. but man, we need it, and it, it feels good. And you don't want to you don't want to avoid sharing your experience with others. And that and that's why for me that's why I mainly wanted to start this podcast, and I really wanted to have it just be with. Uh, other creators and 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 also talk about like mental health a little bit you know some things like I'm glad we talked about like overthinking part of it um mm-hmm. I also mainly for me the reason I wanted to have other creators is because I'm like I I was getting to a point where I'm like damn I feel I feel like I isolate myself sometimes because mm-hmm. I'm so into it and it's like I wonder if other people feel the same thing and so far like connecting with other other creators it's like damn like we're literally spending hours of our time just not talking to people and mm-hmm. like just focusing on what we do so it's like getting to do something like this even a conversation it really just really it's like you're not alone number one and number two it's like we're literally in this together kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. like even even in our private grind room like we're doing we're all in it together though you know what i mean yeah we're we're still sitting in premiere we're still sitting in photoshop we're doing the same thing yep like uh, you you can you can probably send me a random dm and yep i'll be in final cut but uh <laughs> but are you a, wait you're a final cut man yeah man i love it get out of here yeah dude i i'm gonna be honest when i when i i tried I, when i was with jordan i tried making a transition to premiere and it's like you said where it's like is this worth the time okay. for workflow right because i'm like 
I know Final Cut. It's easy for me in a sense, and I don't want to say easy in sense of like, oh, it's you know just eat like whatever. No, it, it makes sense to you. It makes sense to me, and in my the workflow is a lot easier for me. Does it make sense to me to switch to Premiere Pro, spend more time on that? When it's like, okay, how much time is this going to spend? Is am I going to be spending learning Premiere Pro when I could be already knocking stuff out, knocking stuff out on Final Cut? You know, yeah. so it's like, okay, maybe now since I have more more fr- more free time i guess i can i can figure out premiere um but like if, for me it's also like if it's not broke don't fix it because i'm good i'm good with final cut and if i do want to come to premiere i will um yeah um no i i do want to say like when you talked about like the we need that with other people like we need that kind of that it's having an impact that's why a big thing for me um like jordan he'll send me a screenshot of like a dm he got like Oh, I just found your Big Mac video. It's like, you know, and then he'll send he'll send it to me, and it's like, for me, it's it's like a reminder. I'm like, oh damn, like I forgot we did that. I'm like, that's it's cool. It's still helping people, you know. Yeah, yeah. Justin does the same thing for me actually. He'll get still send me DMs. He gets about the podcast right now because the podcast is the one that's getting talked about talked a lot about. Um, he'll send me DMs. I'll get some, but obviously, you know, Justin Jordan, they have you know the face following the yeah. attention. That's and that's I I totally understand it and. He'll send me those. It's it validates a little bit, and it's also a show of respect from Jordan's side, from Justin's side, that you guys, your hard work doesn't go unnoticed. So, yeah, yeah. How's the how's the podcast doing? Dude, it's been doing pretty awesome. Not gonna lie. I mean, we're on episode seventy. We're switching to four days a week was tough. Seventy <laughs> to episodes? Yeah, we're at set. We just filmed uh, seventy. Just released today, and we started. Let me see. I have. I was looking at the charts this morning. We started back in. Uh, da, 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 da. Give me one second here. We started on March 9th. Oh wow! Yeah, it's been doing really good. It's been doing really good. I would say we are worldwide at this point. Um, give take away some smaller locations in like Africa, um, but yeah, it's we're crossing anywhere from between 30 and 40 thousand downloads a month. Holy sh- wow, dude! That's a- congrats. That's amazing. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's awesome, it's, dude. it's a lot of fun, and it's you know it's a way for Justin and I to continue to connect, but it's also a way for us, him and I, to have these these kinds of conversations we're having. You know, talking about one fitness mainly, educating on fitness, but also advocating for how to use our life experiences and the different life experiences him and I have, the different life experiences you and I have, and how to come together and share with people that you can do it too. I love that, man. When's yeah. the uh, when's a coffee company coming out? Well, I'm waiting on a bank transfer right now to make the first official order. So the I got my roasters all set, ready to go. I got my designs and all that. And so I would hope for the first, probably the second week of September. Wow. Because I got to get some con- I got to get some content made first before I can do anything. Um, I got some shirts that I just made. I got two shirts, two test shirts, and then my first order run of 500 bags will be coming here the end of august and so i'll hold those we'll inventory we'll set it i'll set up the website and um we'll be cranking man do the little email funnels so i need so what this is saying is i need to create a cannoli business and then what needs to happen is there needs to be a cocky <laughs> cannoli collab okay if you can pull off a cannoli business man i'm ready you tell me when i've never had a cannoli in my life oh scott my friend oh man all right this if needs to happen any- if there are any cannolis, and there might not be, around Austin or Texas, you got to send them to me. Let me know, and I'll go try it. 
Deal. All right. I will literally look up a bakery in Austin, Texas, and I will do my research on that. And I'm be like, all right, Scott, go here. <laughs> if it's open today, if you if you do it today, it's open today. We'll go to the day. Deal. I will I will literally get on that, dude. I'm not kidding you. My goal is to have everybody try a cannoli in this world. That's literally my goal. If we can do a cannoli coffee collab, man, I'm down. Bro. <laughs> but for real, say you better save me a bag and a shirt because I'm gonna I'm gonna be a customer of yours, so and I wanna oh, support you. You're getting a care package. Don't worry. Oh my god. <laughs> but um I don't wanna take up too much of your time. I appreciate you and uh I do appreciate this conversation. It's been 50 minutes, and I love it. Um, where can uh, people connect with you? Uh, man, the main spot right now is Instagram, at Scott Simmons, S-C-O-T-T-S-I-M-N-Z. Um, S- Simmons is actually a funny story. My name is Simmons, S-I-M-M-O-N-S. Uh-huh. But my dad, every time we had a car at our house and our, while I was growing up, Simmons, short S-I-M-N-Z, was the tag on our license plate. We just had a number after that. So we had four cars in the driveway, and it was they all said Simmons. So I just kept that. Um, I really liked it. So, yeah, Scott Simmons on Instagram. And then I have all my tags and everything through there. If you want to follow the coffee company, it's Riot Roasters on Instagram. And uh, I have a little email list that people can sign up for to get notified first. So we'll do a little discount deal there as we go. Um, yeah, man, anybody who wants to DM, message, whatever, I'm, I'm always open to talk. And Scott will be uh, on YouTube very, very shortly. Within you heard next... it. You heard it here. For... When's this? Wait. When's this get published? Is this getting published uh, this week? It'll be. It'll be published next week. And I get. I got a week. You got a week. So, <laughs> so Scott will be on YouTube either already or very shortly. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited, man. But um, yeah. well, thank you so much for uh, joining your time. And uh, thank you, man. Talk to you soon, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. It was great to ha- be here. And that wraps it up for today's episode of the Be A Shark podcast. Thank you so much, Scott, for joining. Thank you for your time, your insight. Appreciate you, man. Uh, All of Scott's information is going to be in the description in the show notes below, so please make sure to check Scott out. Go give him a follow. And all of my information is down below in the description as well. Um, There is a new addition to the uh, description box below. I am now selling prints of all photos that I've taken. Um, That is in the description box. And... Also, I want to say, if you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes. It does help a ton, and I appreciate the reviews, the ratings. I, I truly do. They, they don't go unnoticed, and I want to make sure that that's, that's emphasized. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a great day, great night, great morning, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Be a shark. I'm out.